0: hello and welcome to hush plus one i'm your host adam kruckenberg and on today's show we have the talented artist carlo vega carlo is an animator and illustrator that works in the analog and digital realms anywhere from canvas and paper to video and ar let's take a listen
1: I am Carlo Vega And I make art and direct motion and animation
0: Uh, Very cool And we'll definitely put a link in the notes on heyhush.com about this particular thing You'll be able to see Carlos' work. So you started as a painter, but quickly moved on to motion?
1: Yeah. I when I studied, when I was deciding what to study, I think I should say that. When I was deciding what to study, I never I always thought of that I was gonna be a painter. So I my my easy decision was like I'm gonna go and study painting and art and fine art. But as I started studying that and taking classes, I felt very constrained in many ways. And perhaps not only constrained, but I felt frustrated that I wasn't really learning things that inspired me and that fed me. Sure. And so I, I changed directions. I, uh, I I stopped doing that and I just changed my major to be a liberal arts major. And where was this again? In South Carolina. Nice. University of South Carolina. And, well, let me back up here and say that what the best thing that studying only art gave me is that it brought me into the video art realm because, I, as I was saying earlier, the the way that I landed into that is to try to make my work different than everybody else. Sure. When everybody was doing what I felt were better paintings, better illustrations, better sculptures. I always asked myself, what am I going to do that's different, man? How am I going to make my work stand out? So I started doing animations. Back then it was in Flash. I remember the first time that I turned a circle into a square. And I was like, this is it, man. I remember the feeling that I was like, <laughs> this amazing. is it for me. And so that brought me into there. But I, at the end, I, I never... Then I took some graphic design classes. Whenever I changed my major, I think it opened Mm. up a lot of different possibilities for me. And I liked that. I enjoy that part. I took graphic design classes. I was like, oh man, I don't know about this. I still do some design, of course, but class-wise I was like, I don't know if this is for me. But then I was looking, I think what I was looking for is things that inspired me. And I did find that taking different science classes taken literature classes where I could read books and sparked different ideas. I, I think that's what I was looking for. And by changing my major, changing my direction, saying no matter what, I'm going to make art right now. I want to be fed and, and it, so I thought it was a good decision.
0: That's so funny. It really reminds me of the way that I did it. I started as a jazz performance and then I was doing music ed. Yeah, And then I moved to cultural anthropology eventually but I was moved through a whole bunch of different things, still wanted to make music, but yeah. needed more information and ways to think, yeah. I think, to be inspired.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's how we all work in a way. It's not this linear idea of I'm going to study this and then that's, that's going to take thing me, I'm going to do yeah, forever. Yeah. And that's going to take me to <laughs> step two and step three and step four. And I, I, it's so boring to think of life that
0: way. Yeah. Your art, Continues to change a lot. I know that you were showing us you you first started going into 2d animation yeah, and then Into 3d animation, and you've even done some stuff with AR and VR Yep I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about that journey and how you see that evolving in the future
1: Yeah, I my main tool I, I think that I should say that is still 2d in after-effects um, I feel very confident using that tool but in 3D, as it starts to open the door to, oh my God, way too many possibilities. What kind of light do I use? What kind of render? How hard are these shadows? So how I try to do approach my work is what grounds it and makes it my work. And in my work, I always try to do a couple of things that ground it to be my work. When I try to create textural elements that make it feel a little bit more organic, whether that is jumpy movement so it's not 60 frames per second but it's 18 or 12 and it feels a little bit more organic stop motion be, or whether another like or, a classic or, animation yeah classic animation or bringing actually scanning in textures that i make or painting from paintings that i make and bringing those alive so you still paint i still paint not to make paintings but as idea makers for movement pieces make textures that you're going to bring into yeah, your yeah. motion. That's or, or, or I actually make full paintings, and but not with the intention of hanging it or selling it, but to scan them and then bring them, turn them in digital, in some way making them move. I really believe in what something that I said, and this is a driving force for me. Mm-hmm. Something that I, that I mentioned earlier, which is like hundreds of years ago, the technical knowledge that we would have before painting is just mixing our pigments of paint these secrets that they kept on how not only they mixed but what they used to mix it for binding the pigments and then painting and layering right Sure. the technical knowledge that we have now it's all in machines I think and I think that's why I make my work ultimately to be in screens because I have that technical knowledge and that technical knowledge inspires me you know right now if I want to paint I just go and get one of the thousands of colors that I have at my disposal yeah I don't have to think about it just go to the store pick it up yeah I have to, I don't have to think about it like today's medium from in my opinion it's video that is today's medium That's so my my evolution was has been that is from 2d to 3d but I always or even AR stuff but I always try to ground it in in those elements that inspire me and that make my work different
0: I was actually interested in asking you a little bit more about Becoming inspired by the technology, mm-hmm. I know that that you see that as today's medium that we have to encounter. But are new bits of technology inspiring you to do new things? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even things that you're encountering for the first time that maybe not quite as new.
1: Oh, sure. I, I think that is mo- m- more likely the case. Things that I start encounter, they're not new, but. I always tell myself to make myself feel better, but for <laughs> the majority of people, it's yours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One, one good example is AR. AR is still very early on in the process of being developed. And whenever you do work for AR in particular, not VR, but AR in particular, there are huge technical limitations.
0: It takes a lot of processing power just to place something in the world and know how it's going to do Yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah. a ton. Whenever it's a still, there's easy ways to fake it. But for movement pieces, AR is, oh, my God, can you, like, can I bring my own video card? (laughs) Because (laughs) it is, it's painful. But I think that those are nice challenges, to have these limitations that then you're, working It's difficult sometimes to work without limitations because then it's like, what do I do? There's no limit. Like, where do I start from? Uh, well, absolutely, absolutely. Where do I start from? And where am I trying to get? Whenever there's limitations, you have clear boundaries that you are... You've got some place to work back from. And it's nice. It's because you try to figure out ways of of working with those limitations and trying to push those limitations and to fake it. Yeah, In a way. Clever
0: ways to make yeah, it yeah. seem like you were it's, not limited it, it's by that fun. It's fun.
1: It's, it's fun. a nice I'll line like to
0: to work on. I, I noticed you were showing a bunch of stuff on your Instagram, which we will also link to. It's a mm-hmm. really cool thing, and everybody should take a good look at it. Some of your newer animations on the Instagram are 3D that, yeah. that have atmospheric effects. We mm-hmm. seem to be exploring that more recently. Yeah, Talk a little bit about yeah. what brought you to doing that and how you feel about
1: it. Yeah, I tend to start playing around a lot and I, and I use my Instagram to do that, I, it's a f- quick way to sketch or try out pieces that can become longer.
0: It's a very short medium. It's a yeah. low-res medium. And it's if a you lot do of
1: the great thing about it is that if you do something bad and you post it, people will forget it by tomorrow. and It also, won't even be in their feeds anymore. Yeah, and also if you do good things, people will also... <laughs> so
0: so you can do something with, that's based on that with a higher production value and then... Yeah. Yeah. it becomes more impactful later <laughs> if it was a success on Instagram. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, it gives you a good a, a good feedback. It's like, how may, do people really like this or do I really like this? But the things that I'm trying out now is not necessarily trying to make pieces fully with environmental effects in 3D, but what I'm doing is sketching out older ideas that I bring in and add those environmental moods and layers that you can now easily do in 3D, or more easily and accessible to sure. 3D. But my reasoning for that is because I'm trying to learn that tool more. I'm trying to bring that tool into my back pocket, my carpenter's pocket, my cap- carpenter's uh, toolbox, so I can perhaps use it in the future to craft other pieces. I know that you do
0: a lot of you do a lot of commercial work, yeah, and you use that to inspire yourself and to fund your more pure artistic work yeah, and it's got feedback in that entire thing. But are you developing skills by experimenting on Instagram that make you imminently more hireable by oh, your For clients? sure. Yeah,
1: for sure. And yeah, for sure. Or somebody, a client sees something that I did in 3D and they automatically think that I can do everything in 3D. Nice. So then I say, that sounds like a double-edged sword. Yes, and then I say I can do it. I just have to hire a team for it. And then they're like, "Okay, sure." <laughs> so, I'd love for you to talk a little bit
0: about your work that you do for clients. Sure. I've I try
1: to work I try to create client relationships that are long-term. So, I've worked with different brands like Victoria's Secret for 10 years or so. I used to do a lot of stuff for networks in the back in the day, like NBC or MTV. But now I work for brands that do more technology, like Microsoft. I worked for a few projects that spanned it a few years with Bloomberg with their 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 online or their app, sure, called the Terminal. So. These,
0: I remember the, the old Bloomberg Terminal back when I was doing IT and I would go in and <laughs> it was all just streaming text oh, on yeah. like five different screens that yeah. I would have for these I was uh, lucky guys in hedge funds.
1: I was lucky enough to help them out with movement studies that they would implement into Terminal
0: 2.0. I have never seen Terminal 2.0. Now I have to take a look they, at it.
1: They might have killed it because there was a <laughs> lot of, food. they had not changed it since the 80s, yeah. I think. No, it was
0: just, it was just streaming text.
1: Yeah. And, and there was I remember the things that I would learn from that project is that people that knew how to use it felt a sense of pride because this technology was like literally from the 80s. You had this it, special
0: keyboard that had all these oh like yeah. secret commands on it's it. It's like
1: all the commands that they knew and they were like typing away. And they knew exactly what they were doing. And I was like, so how do I just check my email? in It was this?
0: like the Matrix for money.
1: Yeah, it's, Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, that that was one of my clients at one point. I'm blanking out right now, but I'm forgetting. A lot of great clients that I work with.
0: So you do stuff, you do a lot of things where you actually work on the motion concepts for actual software that's being put out by these tech companies. Yes. And I know that you also do sort of installation work that is about spaces.
1: Yes. And
0: providing a certain mood for spaces. I'd yep. love for you to talk about that a little bit too.
1: Sure. So I'll talk a little bit about both. The one for spaces is just a little bit streamlined, straightforward here. We take screens or make big LED walls where we bring in animations that are usually slowly evolving and then loop. And those pieces are inspired a lot by the paintings that I bring to life or studies that I do that I post and share on my Instagram, or past pieces that I've done in, in it. And, and so it's an evolution of those. Now, those are super fun because brands usually like to have those pieces to create moods, to and to, to make it more inviting. Like you would install a piece of art in a lobby. you know.
0: Absolutely. And <laughs> so lobby. the metrics for whether or not it's a success are much more abstract.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the success is more to... Make is it, it make it cool? Do it we inviting. like it? Do, we, yeah, like this do place? we like it? Yeah. Do we like it? The movement that I do for the products, it's a lot more direct. Is I get hired to be a motion director for, and to to do pieces that ultimately are going to move. And the the good thing for me right now is that everything moves, yeah. like everything well, It's got moves. to. And in the past, engineers had to deal with that, but now brands like to have a little bit more control, creative control of how are these going to, these things, uh, these tools are going to be, these products are going to be moving. They're going to be talking to us. They're going to be listening to us. So what are these visual reactions that we are going to see to connect to our users? And then that's when I come in, I try to make those pieces and those movements as organic as possible, to connect, to, to connect their products more to, to their customers. Totally.
0: It's almost like a social interaction that you're having with your machine at that yeah. point.
1: Oh, for sure. And I actually like that. I like, I like this connection because it's all a team process. Like, I'm not making this up fully on my own. I'm working with these big teams. I'm working with limitations of technology. I usually not only create the movements, but either me or A team that I put together, my team, we also sometimes implement these things with their internal engineers. So, how do I I then take these movements that were created purely in in After Effects, and how do we turn these things with engineers into full code, so it can be, so it can merge into? We've got a
0: bunch of people right over there that would probably love to have that conversation with you. They're yeah. Several of them are actually, they work in After Effects, and then they go and they try to emulate some of those things in Touch Designer, in all sorts of different yeah. other Exploring interactive. JSON files. But also try to make a generative. Yeah. So it's a data visualization that also moves like that. Yeah. Things like that. It's a really, I love your sort of language of movement and taking that, I imagine working with uh, engineers to bring that into the interactive world is interesting
1: i love it i tend i love that i love that i think that's what i enjoy mostly with client work with working with the people that are in the garage absolutely <laughs> you know, like i a lot of my work fortunately and unfortunately i should say but the reality is I have a lot of my work with clients i have to be in a ton of meetings and man i started to drink way too much coffee to stay awake. <laughs> And way too much wine at night to, to unwind. And I, it feels sometimes unhealthy. But when I'm in the garage, when I'm like in the shop with the people, like with robots around them, writing code, I'm like, all right, boys, <laughs> let's get this done. I love it. I that love sounds it sounds
0: great. Yeah. The more you're more into doing than talking about doing.
1: Yeah. 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 It that sounds great. It, it's the same thing that I, I do on my artwork. Like, I don't. Listen, like, I can talk about it. We can talk about it. You can have an opinion about it. I can have an opinion. Everybody can have an opinion about it. <laughs> but you'd rather actually
0: see something let's move. Just,
1: yeah, let's just yeah. do something, man. Like awesome. <laughs>
0: On that note, I think we're going to wrap up, but it's been a pleasure, Carlo. Thank you so much for having me. Adam. Thank you very much.